Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're going to be starting off in verse 1 of Luke chapter 24 today. But very early on Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. They found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. So they went in, but they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. As they stood there puzzled, two men suddenly appeared to them and clothed in dazzling robes. The women were terrified and bowed with their faces to the ground. Then the men asked, Why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? He isn't here. He has risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and that he would rise again on the third day. Then they remembered that he had said this. We are covering the resurrection at long last. I know that the last few weeks as we've looked at the trial and arrest and persecution and finally execution of Jesus has been kind of tough to get through, but we finally did it. And we are rewarded at the end of this with the good news of the gospel that not only did Jesus Christ die for the sins of the world, but that he has risen again. And this is important for us as Christians as we take a look at this. And maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're wondering what this whole Christianity thing is about. And the important thing with the resurrection is that it's impossible, right? It's kind of a big deal if someone raises from the dead. And yeah, obviously that doesn't happen, which is what makes this such a big deal. Jesus' resurrection isn't exactly specifically witnessed by anyone. Uh, You take a look at Matthew's account in Matthew 28, and you'll see that the Roman guards that are stationed there trying to guard this tomb are brought down into basically a faint. Like they pass out because there's an earthquake and this angel appears to them and they just fall to the ground like they're dead. And It's in this condition that the women come and they see that this tomb, remember that these women knew where Jesus was buried. They would have remembered this. They wouldn't have been able to prepare his body for the grave. This is like the biblical equivalent of embalming. They would prepare the body with spices and they wouldn't have been able to do that because not only was it Passover, but it was about to be the Sabbath. So they come back and they they have their spices in hand. And they're wondering who in the world is going to roll this stone away. Because not only is it this enormous stone, but you also have to roll the stone up this slight incline. And this is set in a way that would have prevented grave robbers from doing anything to take any sort of significant items from the, the tomb. In all of this, we see that Jesus is greater than death. And this is what makes resurrection so important, is that as we look at that fact, as we look at that, that statement, right? what does it say about Jesus if he said that he would rise from the dead and he doesn't? What would it mean if he didn't rise from the dead? It would mean that death was greater than he was, and that if he lied about one thing, who's to say he didn't lie about something else? And yet here we have Jesus with this tomb empty, The women don't know where Jesus is, if someone has come, knocked out these Roman guards and stolen the body or not. They don't know what's going on. And yet here there's two angels who appear to them and we can tell they're angels because of how the women react. In the Bible, whenever angels appear, this is usually the response. People pass out, people fall to the ground, they're afraid, they're very fearful, and this is the response. The angels tell them, 
not to not be afraid, but why are you looking for the living in a cemetery? That's not where living people hang out. This is the first statement that the women hear that Jesus has risen from the dead. And the angels give them this message that, hey, you remember Jesus when he back in Galilee when you guys were wandering around? He predicted this. Jesus gives in Matthew 12, uh, 34 in, uh, 38 into the 40s for the verses. You can take a look at that. You remember the sign of Jonah that we looked at? Jesus gives the disciples and the Pharisees the sign of Jonah. Just as Jonah was in the belly of this great fish for three days, so the Son of Man, which is again that messianic title, so is the Son of Man going to be in the belly of this fish until he rises again. This would be the final and ultimate sign that Jesus has the authority to say what he was saying, to teach what he was teaching, to make the claims he was making about himself, that he is the Messiah. This would have been an undeniable fact. And we'll get into the response from the religious leaders, but you can about imagine what they have to say about all of this. All of that to say, the women remember that Jesus did in fact say those things when they were in uh, Galilee. And still they're left with, okay, well, where is Jesus, right? And they're still trying to wrap their minds around the fact that Jesus has risen from the dead. They're trying to wrap their minds around this message that they've heard from the angels, which leads us to the question, where do you think Jesus is right away after he's been resurrected from the dead? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistol. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.